Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Five years, $230 million, fully guaranteed. Congratulations. Um, this well-deserved, extraordinary talent. Uh, you know, Cleveland pretty much had to do that. They alienated Baker Mayfield, so they pretty much had to do that. And I think only Cleveland would do that type of deal. Um, historically, since they've gotten back into the league, they've pretty much ran, you know, <laughs> they, they've just had a litany of bad quarterbacks. Um, I don't think Baker Mayfield is a bad quarterback. I just think the scheme that they were trying to run with him, he doesn't fit that scheme. Um, he's more of a, uh, air raid type of quarterback. Um, and, um, you know, coming from Oklahoma, that's pretty much the type of offense that they ran was air raid. And, um, I, 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 I'm, I hate to say that a guy, a number one overall pick is going to be a bust, but you know, it just depends on where he goes, man. Um, you know, if he was going somewhere where there was like a quarterback guru type head coach, I could say his career could be, you know, salvageable, but I don't know. It just depends on where he goes. Um, but congrats to Watson and the Browns. I think, you know, this move, I think it puts them in Super Bowl contention. I mean, they got uh, um, the receiver um, from the Cowboys. I can't think it was Amari Cooper. They got him. Um, I, I just think this, you know, they. they I think Landry is – I don't know if Jarvis Landry is still on the team, but um, – I think this definitely puts the Browns in the driver's seat. Now, it, now we got to see if Watson is going to be suspended. In my opinion, he sat out the whole season, so I think it should just be time served and let it be a wash. But, you know, Roger Goodell, he's going to try to make a statement, so we just don't know how that's going to play out. But I'm glad everything worked out for him, man, and, um, I just hope he can continue to, you know, elevate throughout his career. I know he's a Clemson guy. I'm supposed to hate all Clemson guys, but, you know, I don't. Um, you know, it's, life is bigger than football. And, you know, him, if he would have got indicted on those charges, I mean, that's a life-altering type of thing, so. Um, I'm glad he beat the criminal charges and you can settle with these people civilly and move on with your life. Um, I mean, it's the NFL has just been crazy with the free agency, you know, the last two weeks or whatever. Tom Brady comes back. 
Um, he's trying to recruit recruit Julio Jones to come to to um, Tampa. Um, Juju Smith Schuster goes to the Chiefs. Um, it's just crazy, man. Uh, Khalil Mack goes to the Chargers. I mean, him and uh, Bosa, Nick Bosa. I mean, Joey Bosa. Uh, you know, it, it's gonna be crazy. But you know, my guys, the Forty ers ain't really signed nobody. Um, not that we really. I mean. I you know if you if you're not getting worse you're getting if you're not getting better you're getting worse so um you know that's pretty much it so um that's pretty much it for the NFL stuff you know I like to talk about all types of stuff um Florida State you know from the stuff I seen on I mean. It's kind of hard to evaluate spring practice because, you know, when when was the last time Florida State had a bad spring? <laughs> Never. When was the last time they you, we had a spring game and you just like, oh, we're going to suck this year? So it's kind of hard to evaluate the spring, I think. Um, like I said previously, I think it's just a time to just install your stuff, you know, keep your guys um, healthy, keep your guys in shape and just, you know, get to the season. Um, I know there's been some stuff going on. One of the receivers got into a car accident and I don't really get into all that stuff. I'm just more like on the field. Um I I seen something on the internet where uh, DJ Lundy is down to two thirty nine, and I I said I've said I said that many a time he was playing too heavy, so I I think he needs to lose he needs to lose maybe about ten more pounds, man. Then I think you got something special, cause the the guy has instincts. So. Um. And I felt like Stephen Dix was decent his freshman year. He he's kind of suspect in in, in uh, pass coverage, but you know, and run cover and run support, he's pretty good. So if he can work on his pass coverage, I think he could be good too. Um, obviously, your starters are going to be Deloach and uh, uh, Batum. Bethune, whatever his name is, Tatum, whatever, Bethune, Bethune, um, those are going to be like your starters, you, and you're going to play like that four-two-five, right? And um, you know, I, I just can you justify putting Brownlee out there? That's what I want to know. You know, I don't know if you can. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying he, you know, I look at more, I look at him as more of a box safety with long, he's got very, he's got long arms for a guy his size. 
And I look at more, I look at him as more like a box safety, the guy that can come up and make tackles. That's one thing I can say about the guy. He's not afraid to come up and make tackles. Um, you know, just the overall feel of Florida State football, um, I would say it's probably flatline. I don't think we're up or down right now. I think we're just kind of, you know, just flatline. We're just, you know, we're waiting for something good good to happen. We're hoping that nothing bad happens in terms of, you know, a season. Um, I don't feel like we're, I don't feel like we've improved enough to say, hey, we're trending upward. I just feel like we're just kind of like, you know, just just straight line. And I hope this season we can actually, you know, make that next step. And um, yeah, I think you need to be a little bit more creative on offense. I think um, you have to figure out what kind of team you are. If that's a, I mean, in, in terms of offense, you have to figure out what you are on offense. If you're a run team or a passing team, or you're a balanced team, because I could say last year we were pretty much a running team, but you know, when we went up against when we went up against pretty good defenses, you know, the run game was pretty much non-existent, and you know, we didn't have the necessary. Uh, blocking offensive line talent to overcome that. And um, I think with some of the additions that we've made, I think that's going to change. I hope it changes. Um, Like I said before, I I just feel like those five to ten guys, five to eight guys on the offensive line are are the most important people on your football team because – they really can they really can control the whole game and um Florida State has got to find some guys they got to find five to eight guys that hey can play and I say five to eight because if you have injuries you got somebody that you can plug in and play and um Thank God for Atkins. Where would we be without Alex Atkins, man? Bringing in that offensive line haul that he brought in. I just hope we can utilize his recruiting talents for every position. Offense or defense, I don't care. Um, I mean, I want to talk about special teams, but... <laughs> Man, we suspect, man, all the way around. I mean, Florida State, Florida State. I mean, I can remember, you know, when when we were winning 10 games a year and this fan base was just up at arms. <laughs> well, look at us now. We're winning five games, three games. I mean, we're very mediocre. We're a mediocre football program right now. And I think Norvell is the guy to turn it around. 
You just got to give him time. Seems like a very smart, very organized type of guy. Um, I just, I just, you know, I would just like to know what is his offensive philosophy. Cause I don't, I, I don't watch a whole bunch of Norvell stuff. Um, like his coaching show or whatever, but uh, from the best of my knowledge, I don't think I've ever heard him say like what type of offense he runs. Now, I'm pretty sure he said it. I've just never heard it. I mean, but just from what I can see, he likes to run the football. And that's cool if you got the, the horses up front, but we currently don't. So, um, we got a long way to go and, um, you know, hopefully we can get these guys in the weight room and get them strong so we can move some people (laughs) and score points. That's really, you know, that's the name of the game in football, scoring points. And, um. Football is just like a microcosm of life. Like you need certain things to to survive in this thing we call life. And you need certain things to survive in football. And I just, for the life of me, I'm just trying to figure out, is Florida State University all in on the football team? Because it just doesn't feel like they are right now. Um, It's just like, you know, let's just like, you know, let's just go through the motions pretty much. That's what I feel like the university is doing, just going through the motions. They're not trying to, in my opinion, now I could be, this is just my opinion. I don't have any inside track to Florida State. I'm just saying from what I see from the outside looking in. I'm pretty sure other uh, Florida State football you uh, YouTubers on that and podcasters, they got inside knowledge. But just from the outside looking in, it doesn't look like the the university is fully committed to Florida State football. So you know, we'll just have to uh, you know see what happens this season, man. I mean, I know he had gotten uh, some approval for additional support staff. And hopefully he can utilize that staff and get some more wins. And that's really what it comes down to at Florida State. Are you fully committed to the the off-the-field things that you need to be a a successful football program? And that is what has really plagued this football program for the last, I don't know, six, seven years. You're trying to win on the cheap, and you just can't do that now. It's a different time. It's not 2013. You won that national championship on the cheap, okay? And I I think you can really thank Nick Saban for that. I mean, he kind of brought 
college football. I mean, it's always been a big money sport and it's always been like heavy investing, but I think he made it more mainstream to where here's the model of how you do it. Um, Because when I was coming up, the SEC wasn't that big like it is now. Um, You know, it was Florida State that was really running the show. I mean, Miami, Florida, everything came through the state of Florida. And then once Nick's, the tide, no pun intended, really turned when Nick Saban went to Alabama. And that that's what really changed the landscape of college football. Um, you know, when Pete Carroll was at USC, he had his little run. You know, but it, it USC is wasn't as as invested as Alabama is. They their boosters are like, okay, we're all in. We're gonna spend whatever it takes to get to where we want to be. And I wish I wish Florida State could get like that. I know we don't have big money like Alabama. Um, but. I just wish that we did have big money like Alabama and we could get those tremendous recruits. I mean, every year Alabama recruits an offensive line. They go out and get five offensive linemen every year. And then you just, okay, you wonder why they're successful because they're recruiting an offensive line every year. They let those guys sit for a year or two, and then they come in as Red shirt sophomores and they're dominating because they're two years in the weightlifting program. You know, they're two years into the nutritional program. They're two years into learning the offense. And then when they get on the field, they just literally hit the ground running. And it's just seamless. Um, And just they do that same thing at every position with the exception of maybe quarterback. And some of the other skill positions. I mean, the skill positions, they pretty much just plug and play. Because, I mean, if if you can protect, you know, you don't have to be a red shirt, sophomore, junior to, to get open. You just got to have some talent and ability. And, you know, Florida State, as long as I've been following them, following them they've never had, like, Five great guys across the board. You've had your Walter Jones, your Trey Thomas, you know, Cam Irving, you know, Rodney Hudson types. But it's never been like, okay, we got five really good guys. So I just wish that we could get to that point, man, where we got year in and year out. We're recruiting five offensive linemen that can that could. If could start as true freshmen, Alabama goes out and recruit guys that could start as true freshmen every year, but they redshirt them. And like I said before, like and I'll say it again, the offensive line to me, those five to ten guys are the most important players on your football team because they really can dictate your season. That you know your the game. Within the game. And for Florida State to get back to being relevant, that's what they have to master. They have to master the the art of getting those five guys to, to one, recruit them, one, to be in a position to develop them, 
and then ultimately get them on the field and be successful. So, you know, with that being said, you know, I do this podcast because I love football, one. I do this podcast because I'm a diehard Florida State fan, two. I'm not doing this to try to be anything other than just that. And it's just anytime you try to do something that you love, you're always going to have haters. You're always going to have naysayers. You're always going to have negative people in general. I don't listen to that. So, you know, I have various individuals that for some reason like to send me emails and tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not in Tallahassee. I don't whatever. I don't have to be in Tallahassee to have an opinion. Okay, I'm a fan. I'm not a I said at the beginning of my little spiel at the beginning of my podcast, not a journalist, not a reporter, not an insider and really no affiliation with Florida State whatsoever. I'm just a guy with an opinion. So, I mean, you know, get a hobby, do something positive, stop being negative, get get the hatred out your heart, man. And just live long and prosper. That's what I hope for you. Live long and prosper. Uh, The podcast is available everywhere. It's available on YouTube. And as always, thank you for your support. And go Knowles.